I'm Captain Lou Albano talking to you about drugs. Kids, don't be afraid to say no. Anyone that asks you to use drugs is not your friend. Drugs can and will kill. Remember, don't be afraid to turn to your priest, your rabbi, your minister, your moms, your dads, your teachers, because drugs can kill. And if you do drugs, you go to hell before you die. Please. Hi, and welcome to Newscast. This is episode 53. I'm your host, Neil Ronahan, and with me, as always, is Andy Gergen. What's up, Neil? Nathan Mustafa. <laughs> and Zachary uh, Miller. Boo! Boo! And, uh, yeah. Today's gonna be, a, I guess, a regular show. Um, so let's just uh, get straight down to business and talk about some news, because that's what we do on the newscast from time to time. Occasionally. Um, when we feel yes. like it. First up, today uh, there was a mildly humorous video that was released by Capcom about Resident Evil Mercenaries. It was about the war on horror. Uh, check it out on the website, NintendoWorldReport.com, if you want to see it. But at the end of that trailer, they revealed a release date for Resident Evil The Mercenaries 3D. The game will be coming out on June 28th, 2011, uh, right at the tail end of quarter two. Um, Is that the tail so, end of the launch window, too? Yes. Oh, well, I, I think the launch window technically ends at E3. Oh, so, okay. Still, that's pretty yeah. close. Yeah. I mean, in my own eyes, that's launch window, <laughs> but not Nintendo or Reggie's eyes. Um, I'm pretty excited for this game. As someone who played a little bit of the Mercenaries modes... And someone who's been impressed by this at the press events I've played it at, hmm. I'm excited. Does it feel like it could be its own whole game? Um, it really depends on how much content they have. Right. I haven't really kept up too much. I mean, they keep on, like, I don't know if there's been, like, hard numbers on, like, I, I know it has everything that's in the mercenary modes in 4 and 5. I don't know uh-huh. if there's extra stuff on top of that. But... I think they are adding things. Yeah, I know they are, and I know there's going to be local and online co-op, which is pretty baller. Um, and the 3D does look really cool in it. Yeah. Um, I can say that. Now, how does it the Mercenaries really, mode work? Well. Um, do you move through a level like you do Left 4 Dead, or is it more like a horde no, mode? Where it's, 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 it's like you, horde mode. It's you okay. get one map, and yeah, like like horde mode. Yeah, like you're on a map, guys come at you you try to get high scores it's got a pretty addictive high score mechanic to it um i didn't get too in, involved with it with resident evil 4 but i had a lot of friends um i also didn't own it on gamecube but i had a lot of friends who played the shit out of mercenaries on on gamecube probably even more than the actual game and it's really fun in five with a second player that yeah i mean that's why i think the co-op will be really awesome because all the levels will be co-op and i think there's something like eight characters to choose from Nice. Maybe All they'll the spot pass happens. more in because the new characters are really just different loadouts. Yeah. I mean, oh. I had a lot of fun. I think one of them, I think it may have been Claire. I probably have this wrong. Uh, Resident Evil fans should hate me. Um, but there's like some kind of electricity gun that one character had that I loved using in the demo. Because it was actually, I think, back at the uh, the 3DS press event in, uh, in, in New York before it came out. 
I probably because no one was at this demo and there was it was like in an area where I could just sit down on a comfortable chair. So I played through like with all the four different characters they had there in each map like two or three times. I, I had a lot of fun with it. Well, if Claire is in it, it means they're definitely adding more characters than the four and five. I think Claire, because I know uh, Hunk. Did she um, have a biker Krauser, vest? I don't know. Oh, I hate you already. Yeah, I'm sorry. Resident <laughs> Evil fans hate me. I never played five. I don't really. I'd rather just play four again. I really. Well, like if, that if game. she was black, it wasn't Claire. It was Sheva. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't in that. Okay, Sheva was not in it. Um, she's probably playable. She just wasn't in the demo sure. that I played. But yeah, that's cool. Um, are you guys thinking of getting it? I'm considering it just because I'm a horror for Resident Evil. I'd like to try it, but I don't know. Like at the forty dollars price point, a game's gonna have to have a really, really robust single player experience for me to want to get into it. And this game yeah, seems like that... it's more multiplayer than anything else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it's like it, it's kind of like the Yoshi touch and go of 3ds in a way, because it is something where it's not really, I guess, like a traditional game, so to speak, because um, it's just basically high score mechanics. Well, I right? think which they're, is what I Yoshi think they're touch and Single player, uh, kind of a goal mode, like uh, okay, like in Mario Kart, how you had the challenge mode or whatever the hell is yeah. called. Yeah, I know there's no like campaign in this, no, I know no, that no. much, but I would assume if they want to make it worthwhile and if they don't want people to kind of, I mean, Andy, I don't think you're unjustified in thinking that. I think it's Capcom's job to prove to us that, hey, you might think this is just like a, a shitty high score based game, but there's a lot more to it. And if they do have that goal mode and more stuff like that, then they'd definitely be showing that, hey, maybe this is worth 40 bucks. I, I still I want to try oh, it. Go ahead. I'll say, I, I, I want to try it. I think it'll be fun to play. Yeah. I, just don't, I just don't know how much time I would actually put into it. Yeah, it's the kind of thing that, like, like I mean, maybe like Zach would be the kind of person who would get it for 40 bucks, and Andy, you'd wait for 20 or something. I believe it also has a demo for Revelations. Oh, yeah. It does have a demo of Revelations. Um, which is the other Resident Evil game that's more like a traditional Resident Evil game that's coming out in 2012. But having the demo in that, actually, it does sweeten the, sweeten the pot for this game a lot, in my eyes. Definitely. <laughs> Me too. Although, honestly, I'd rather just get that demo through the, uh, the eShop, yeah. but that's yeah, a whole other conversation, isn't it? Yeah, I don't really subscribe to the, the kind of crowd that will buy a game um, because you get some minor part of another game's content yeah, in it. Yeah. Like, the the people are like, we get access to the Halo 3 beta. This is, you know, like, yeah. you know, I, I want the thing I'm buying. Guys, get Infamous be... 2. If you buy that, you can get the Uncharted 3 multiplayer beta. Yeah, well, I didn't get I that either. Uncharted 3 multiplayer. Yeah. I, uh, I want to play Uncharted 3 single player. I bet yeah. you, I would bet you money that they release the Revelations demo on the eShop for in money. Like July. And cost you More two money? or three dollars, just like Mega Man Legends we've, Three. We've heard um, from sources that remain nameless um, that uh, I think Capcom kind of wanted to have Mega Man Legends prototype be free, but Nintendo didn't really want that to happen. Really? So, hmm. yeah, that sounds very likely to me. And but, that's such so a shame. I, I believe it's like I think it, it, it'll be like two bucks, which isn't that big of a deal. No, so in I hope that Capcom. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that it's not going to be free, I hope that Capcom will make it uh, a little more full featured. Yeah, I would hope uh, so. Who knows? It would be cool yeah. if they made it into kind of like, uh, 
like what the um, Dead Rising sequel had. They had kind of the prequel game that was it was its own game, but also functioned yeah. as a demo for, you know, Dead Rising Two. Yeah, and I played the demo for K Zero and realized, hey, I don't really like Dead Rising. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean that's mercenaries. Uh, it should be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'm excited that it has a release date and June is looking to be, uh, I mean, there's going to be like that two week period where you got like this, uh, Ocarina of Time 3D and actually no Cave Story 2 got pushed. Yeah. Back. Cave Story is getting pushed back to August, August 8th. I think is yeah. anyone here excited for that for Cave Story? Yeah. I'm, uh, interested. yeah, I kind of am. Do you I'm think interested it looks good? Cause I'm, I'm assigned it, but I haven't seen enough to know if I think it looks good or not yet. I mean, yeah. I mean, we know the I mean, content's the good, here. right, but it just doesn't... Nothing I've seen really looks that nice. Basically, there will probably come a point when Cave Story 3D comes out that I will weigh the options of just buying the DSiWare version for 10 bucks, yeah. or buying Cave Story 3D for 40 so I, I think a feeling the DSiWare version will win. I think part of think, the... Do... I don't know, part of the appeal to me is how retro it looks, you know? And yeah, the sounds. The sounds. Me, I mean, in all fun. honesty, it's how retro the gameplay is. I mean, who knows? They might have a mode in there, Nathan, where you can choose to play the original game. Right, but if that's going to be the the mode of choice, then yeah, dollars? why would you spend extra? Well, yeah, you're, you, uh, you're spending forty dollars on the 3D remake, but like a bonus feature might be, you know, you might unlock the original version or something. Do we really know for sure that they're going to bring the entire DSiWare store over? Like, what are the odds? Maybe they just pull they're... Cave Story off the market once the 3D version comes off. Well, because not there everyone's going to have exceptions. a 3DS. Yeah. I mean, there are some exceptions to it. There is a possibility that they could take down the uh, the Cave Story DSiWare version. But I know they have it, li- it would be a shame. exceptions. But I think it'll be more ones that, like, specifically use the camera because it's different on the 3DS than it is on the DSi. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Mm. Like, I have a feeling like Face Pilot might not work. Face yeah, readers. well, I would I would assume anything that requires DSI specific features like the camera that would that would probably not get brought over because it would be too much of a pain to sort of localize it for the 3DS hardware. But I don't know. It makes me wonder if it makes me wonder if they would they would bring they would they would let you still buy the ten dollar version of the game alongside the forty dollar you know the forty dollar retail side. There, there's certainly a reason why they may why they may not want to uh, sell you the ten dollar version. I mean, it's a kind of a, a stupid reason. It's kind of it would be kind of a shitty thing to do, but it kind of wouldn't shock me either. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we got another bit of news: Saints Row for 3DS, which was uh, announced around E3 last year. It was one of the kind of big third party games announced there. Yeah. It's it might be canceled. Uh, we don't know for sure, but the Xbox Live Arcade and PlayStation Network version of what was reportedly the same game as the 3DS game, according to, uh, I think, uh, Danny Bilson at THQ. I forget his exact title. Minus the he's, 3D. He's high-ranking. Uh, yeah, it'd be like there was an Xbox Live Arcade and PlayStation Network game, that uh, a Saints Row game called Saints Row Drive-By that was also going to be a 3DS game. And the um, XBLA and PSN games are canceled, but THQ did not 100% confirm the cancellation of the 3DS game. But judging by the fact that the other two versions of the game are shit canned, I don't think this is gonna this is gonna go down, and that's that's pretty disappointing. I don't know much about the Saints Row franchise. 
Yeah, from a personal standpoint, I don't really care. I don't really go for the GTA kind of game, anyways. So, uh, but I it would be sort of it would be sort of a big title for them to have to sort of like yeah. show that they're yeah. that they're catering they're branching to all out. markets. You're right. Yeah, you're right. That yeah. that in that respect, it's very important, I guess. But you're right. I don't. I, I there's a reason I haven't played Saints Row on the 360. Same here. I just, I just don't really care. Yeah, you know, like I one of the big appeals was that you can drive in a truck that shoots shit at things, and that just you know okay. <laughs> I'm That'll make me laugh, but I don't want to spend money on that game. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I did mention uh kind of a hot button issue there. Well, I, I alluded to it slightly. It's one hot PSN. Button. It's down. Um, it's been down since what the end of april it's been a while so, yeah, yeah it's been about like what two three weeks almost three weeks we're to... coming up on three weeks damn um so let's kind of take bets here the eShop <laughs> is supposed to launch on the 3ds sometime in may and the psn is supposedly going to have all functions up by the end of may which is going to be released in its entirety first or re-released when you say PSN all functions PSN. you mean aside from the shop no, the shop's supposed to be included by, yeah. by the end of May. Oh, okay. I think the idea is they may have like <clears throat> online play and friends list functionality back before then. Oh, all right. But they're not they're, they're not going to tell you that they're going to have the shop back before the end of May because they probably can't deliver it. Gotcha. Yeah. I think that's sort of what we can infer from this. Like, it may be back next week. They don't know, but they're not going to tell us it's going to be back next week and then find out that they can't they can't do that. They've already made that mistake once. They've said. You know, we'll have certain functions back within a week, and then that week came and went, and you know, no one was there. Yeah. Um, playing online, so I I don't think it'll take till the end of May to get PSN back online. But of course, nobody really knows because Sony's not really saying anything. Um, I think it's very, not very likely. I'm right right now. I'm leaning towards the eShop will be available first. I think we'll probably see the eShop by about the 20th, 25th of May. And that'll be just before we get PSN back up online fully. Yeah, um, I think uh, there's a chance that we might see the eShop next week. Um, there's a Nintendo 3DS like developers conference on May 17th, which is next Tuesday. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and that refers to like uh, someone dug it up on WarriorWorld.com, which is Nintendo's like developer site. Um, it's where Project Cafe stuff got got leaked back before it was officially. Uh, I guess announced to exist by Nintendo. Um, but it alluded to saying that like, well, like at this developer conference, they're going to go over um, like the, the new 3ds eShop, which that could mean, you know, it's not coming out until the end of May, but it can also mean that it's new as in it just came out, which I, I think that when the eShop comes out, it's coming out on a Monday. Um, I, I yeah. would probably put, put big money on that because they haven't really i mean with the exception of uh dsiware which i believe debuted on a sunday but that's because the system debuted on a sunday um like they they usually release everything on mondays at least in north america so i think i think we'll probably see the eShop come out on may 16th now you don't think there's a chance that they're gonna just keep pushing it and then uh release a mirrored version on the next uh 3ds alongside it (laughs) uh i mean there's always a chance but Who knows? But I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's later. But I'm hopeful. I want to see it come out next week. I'm excited about it. I think yeah. I think the shop will launch first. Is it is it going to launch with uh, Link's Awakening? Um, there was some kind of like Japanese rumored release list. Ooh. Um, 
but I don't know how much like uh, I think Link's Awakening how much and Mario faith Land I have in that. I don't know. I don't know how much faith I have in that, but that mm-hmm. listed like Link's Awakening as a demo, which just seemed dumb. Oh God. Um, I mean, I think that we'll we'll see Super Mario Land and Link's Awakening at launch because that's kind of what Nintendo has publicly said since they unveiled it. Like, right. These are launch titles. I wonder how they're going to handle the aspect ratio and all that. We we've seen video right of uh, Link's Awakening being played on. Yeah, I, I think it's actually video of me playing it. Oh yeah. Um, back back from uh January. I mean, as far as I didn't really notice anything um, amiss, but I also, I mean, it's not like I had a Game Boy in my other hand comparing it. Yeah. Um, they looked not. I mean, because the screens on the 3DS looked pretty nice, so they they looked nice on it. Yeah. No. Do we know which games they're planning on redoing as 3D classics versus the ones they're planning on bringing over to the virtual console? Mm. Um, well, I don't think we're going to see Game Boy games in that category. I think we're going to be seeing like Nintendo and Super Nintendo games brought over that way. That's like, such I... weird branding. Like To have another yeah. line of classic games on the same service that's called a different thing. Like, that's, a, think... that's a weird branding thing to do. Like I think we're probably gonna get Excite Bike for free. Uh, that was confirmed to be free in Japan. So nice. Um, from from like an uh the Wada investor talks. Um, I don't think he really said like specifically. Although this was also from a translation, so it could have been somehow lost there. That it, it's definitely gonna be free in Japan, and I think he didn't really say like this is only in Japan. But you don't know for sure if it's going to be worldwide or not. That Excite Bike is going to be free. Hmm. I think we will get a free game. It just depends on whether or not it's Excite Bike. Yeah. So here's a question. So here's a question for you. Do you think the troubles that PSN has been having, that Sony's been having with PSN, is giving Nintendo any sort of, um, is changing their plans at all? at the last minute for how they want to go forward with the eShop in terms of things like maybe storing credit card information on their servers or, um, a lot, you know, what kind of information you'll be saving to the hardware or to their network um, with your with your hardware account. I mean, do you do you think that they're taking anything out of this or is Nintendo so isolated in their own little development chamber that they're not going to pay much mind to it? I don't think it's really going to be too terribly different from a from how like DSiWare and WiiWare were set up in the in the sense that you will have to input your credit card information every time. If, and if put, anything, like, your, this your just county and all this that just gives Nintendo a thing to point Reason to to, to say, look, this is why we've got it like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think that's going to change. I mean, I think the rest of the interface is going to be vastly improved. But I think the way that you you get money, I mean, outside of not having that point system, maybe they will have something where you can buy the exact amount for a game, which would be awesome. Yeah, it would. God, that would be fantastic. Yeah, because it, so. it is using like the the 3D. I guess it's like the 3DS e wallet or something. But it's real money, not points, which is cool. Hey, yeah, but I I just hope they don't you know keep us chained to a certain amount. That that would just be yeah, just be a little dumb. Yeah. But we'll see. It should be uh maybe by this time next week we'll all be enjoying our eShop. You know what you know what also, I'm most uh, curious about the eShop? The pricing. Yeah. H- how much is Mario Land gonna cost me? Yeah. If it's more than five bucks, I'll be pretty pissed. If, if it's, it's five bucks, I'm gonna be pretty pissed. Yeah. I think five bucks is too much. Eh. That's how much an NES game costs. Right. Meh. You're you're I'm, the problem. <laughs> I'm well, I would say that five five bucks is my ceiling. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I, Five bucks is also what I expect, though. Too. I expect. Yeah. I, I expect their flagship virtual console titles to be five dollars. I think the bigger question is: Are we going to see variation between Game Boy games? Like, for instance, like something like Link's Awakening or Super Mario Land. You know, I might be inclined to spend five dollars on those, but like how they have like those uh, Jailco or Jaleco or however the hell you say it. Jaleco. Those games coming out. I don't know. Um, I wouldn't spend $5 on those like weird ASC yeah. third-party Game Boy games. I totally agree. I, I think that the average Game Boy game is worth far less than $5. Yeah. But, the, but the best ones I'll pay, I, I would pay $5 for. Like, I, dude, I'd Super pay five Mario bucks Land for, 2, uh, I'd pay like $40 for that. I fucking love Super Mario Land yeah. 2. Met, Met, Metroid 2? I, I would love to have a playable version of Metroid 2. Yeah. I'd pay 5 bucks for that. But... Yeah, there's, there's. A, I, I, I did. I, I got one online, but the save battery's dead. So it's vast really majority of Game Boy games are awful. I mean, in my opinion, like yeah. there are there are good Game Boy games. I'm not trying to say there's not, but in my experience, the vast majority of them are not very good. So yeah, I guess it's a very I, limited system. Yeah, we will we will have to wait and see. Um, I, I'm I I just yeah I can't I can't get over to the weird branding aspects. Like they've got the Wii Virtual Console. They've got the the Virtual console on a handheld, which is bizarre. Although, have they even confirmed that it's going to be called a virtual console? No, it's just a virtual console. I mean, a lot of the virtual virtual handheld, virtual console handheld crap was all added by the press. Yeah. Um, Nintendo's only ever called it 3DS virtual console. Okay. Like, the, the, the very idea of calling it virtual console on a handheld system kind of bugs me a little bit. It's still like... a console? Well, is it, I mean, the, the, con, the, the term console has largely been un, like yeah. known to understood as a home video game system for a really long time. Like, virtual hand, was virtual handheld really that hard to decide on? Really? Vir- virtual virtual Game Boy, maybe, even? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's not just going to be Game Boy. Yeah, that's so. that's what's nice. We might get, like, yeah, that's Game true. Gear and... Dude, why would you want that? Hey, Game I had a Game Gear. Gear. some good stuff. Shut up. There's, like, a Ren and Stimpy <laughs> game that I love the crap out of. Oh, game and... Gear was my primary handheld gaming system when I was in, like, high school. You know, get some I links on there, man. Maybe not links. Well, the TG, the like the, what is it, the Turbo Express, like the portable TG16. Yeah, and that's weird, too. Like, because that's it's not, just those aren't handheld games. games. on virtual console. That's not, on yeah, Wii. like, oh, I, I'm just kind of a stickler for, like, like, developing a strong brand identity and going with it. And the 3DS is all over the place with their with their online offerings. It's just so weird to me. I don't know. Do you, I'll get over it once I'm playing video games, I suppose. Do you guys remember the links? Have you ever seen one in, in real life? Yeah, you, you Thing, can flip it over and play left-handed the same way. Things the size of a way. skateboard. Yeah. Man, a... Sega Nomad, they need support for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what, they, that's what they need. They'll just bring over the... Uh, oh, only if they're going to support it with uh, Castlevania Bloodlines. There you go. <laughs> and they should have put... Uh, they, they You know, they had a real missed opportunity on the Wii Virtual Console for... Uh, Saturn games. They could have gone all over that. Released all of them well, on one week. to emulate. Maybe they'll support the, the Game Gear Master System Converter. There you go. That's what we need. Uh, good times. I think I'm too right, young I for this conversation. A... Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're like a year younger than you me. You need How? to look up a picture Maybe of the they'll Atari support Lynx. the Nintendo 64. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Well, I don't I know. Think I we should. I've been playing Game Boy. That was that was what I did. <laughs> until, well, we all uh, did. Brick. No, that's what I did till junior high. Oh. <clears throat> or Game Boy, or one of its, you know, children. Yeah. 
as a as a kid who was firmly in camp Sega when I was growing up versus Nintendo for a little while there, uh, I seem to recall like comparing the the Game Boy and Game Gear versions of Mortal Kombat, um, and trying to convince all of my friends that the, the Game Gear was the better system. <laughs> when really the the real answer was no one should play Mortal Kombat on either of those systems. <laughs> my God. I it think was, I may have had Mortal Kombat on the Game Boy, and it was terrible. It was like the worst game in the universe, like versus the second worst game in the universe. It was it was pretty ridiculous. <laughs> All right, I think that's a good time for a break. That's a fantastic uh, time for a break. When we when we come back, we'll be talking about Thor and Nintendo. Let's break one Stay off, gents. <laughs> response technology now you move the game boy not the buttons kirby tilt and tumble rated e for everyone only on game boy color get into it hi and welcome back and now let's get right into uh some games that we've been playing and kind of reviewing it depends on how uh how we feel but first up i got a thor god of thunder for nintendo ds from uh our friends over at way forward who have made such games as Shantae, yes. that awesome Batman the Brave and the Bold DS game yes. I reviewed last year, um, Mighty Flip Champs, and the, the recent ASIware release, Mighty Milky Way, which looks to be pretty cool, although none of us have played it yet. But uh, if you're into WayForward games and very colorful 2D sprite stuff, uh, check out Mighty Milky Way. It's 800 points mm. on the DSiWare store. And soon to be 3DS, I hope. But Thor DS is... A really beautiful looking 2D, um, like 2D beat 'em up, um, that you know, sprite animation and everything. That I mean, it's a beat 'em up. You can throw the hammer. You can use the hammer to hit things. You can jump. It uses both screens really well. Um, you get these runes that kind of power up uh, Thor's different attacks. Um, there's really like fantastic boss battles that take up that take up both screens that are really cool. But it's just really repetitive. I'm uh, I, I don't know how long it is, but I just got to the uh the fourth, I guess the fourth act, fourth chapter. I think it's the fourth chapter, and then each chapter is three acts with a boss at the end of the uh, the final, the final act. And it's fun. It's just super repetitive. Um, but yeah, that's what I got to say about Thor on DS. Looks pretty good, right? I'm I assume way forward. Yeah. I mean, it looks really good. It, it, it's, it doesn't have as much of the charm that I found in uh, Brave and the Bold DS, which was uh, another game that they did kind of on the same wavelength, I guess, in that you know it was a, a license that they made a DS game that was a, a side-scrolling beat-em-up, because this one's just Thor that's kind of limited, where Brave and the Bold, you know, you had Batman and everything, and he had all these upgradable weapons, and then you had all the sidekicks, which were a lot of fun. And then you had, like, you know, these assist characters that you could bring in. And let me tell you, you haven't lived until you've seen Batman with Aquaman riding a whale and knocking out, like, mind control gorillas on, on a screen. <laughs> like, that, that, that's a really fun game. It's, it's very short, Batman Brave of the Bold DS, but it's, like, I just had a smile on my face for the majority of that game because it just has a lot of, like, fun, quirky ideas. And in Thor, it's a little more by the books. It's a little more just straight up beat 'em up. Like you're fighting 
what looks like palette swaps of the same enemies. Maybe maybe they're a little harder this time around. But I so mean, not as like, much I'm effort getting... into this one. Yeah, it, it it's good. It's just not mm. great. Yeah, it it it's. I mean, it's the kind of game that was a dime a dozen back in like the NES Super Nintendo era. Just like the mindless right. beat 'em up. Like what kind of comes to mind is minus the co-op. It's kind of reminiscent of like you know like the Spider-Man Venom Maximum Carnage games, which okay yeah they featured Spider-Man and maybe you shot a web, but at the end of the day it was just like a, it was just a beat 'em up. Yeah. yeah. That's too bad. I yep. was kind of hoping. Movie's for more. really good though. I I saw the movie last weekend. Is it the any good? It's very good. I I recommend it. Um. I mean, it's not like the greatest movie ever by far, but now, it's a fun movie. Uh, you know, you as someone that doesn't really care for comic books, but someone that does like Norse mythology, would I enjoy it, or would it just frustrate me? How into Norse? I have mythology several books and several <laughs> bands that I listen to that only sing about Norse mythology. Okay, um, if you're a stickler for things like being really right with Norse mythology. Well, the, the thing about Norse mythology is that stuff it's, it's stuff a, it's is always loose, changing, a, you know. It, it depends. Okay, yeah. I mean, if you're open to that I, idea, then, you know, the mythology... I mean, that's kind of like how, uh, that's kinda like how I mean, Two Human was. It was just a different interpretation of, you know, it, it's, you know, Ragnarok's yeah. happening. You have all the key players in the, in the mythology, but, you know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this focuses a lot more on, like, Thor, and there's, like, stuff with the Frost Giants. I mean, I'm not too up on North mythology. The Frost myself, Giants so. push up the moon, stop but. the apocalypse, I believe. Okay, yeah. So, um, so that but, happens. Like, the Frost Giants are in it, and you got Thor, you got Odin, you got Loki, you got Asgard. Um, and then, but the majority of the movie, Thor's on Is Is on Odin really Earth. badass? Odin's Anthony oh, what does that Hopkins. Mean? He eats okay. you. Uh, um, of he's course, got an he has to have an eye patch. He's old. Odin. Odin. Uh, I've always found Norse mythology interesting, but hard to pronounce. Yeah, Yggdrasil <laughs> or whatever. The Bifrost is in it, right? Yeah. Mjolnir. <laughs> yeah. They actually kind of make a, a good joke about that in the movie because they've like, like I don't know if you've seen the commercials, but like the dumb girl character who's like I'm gonna put a picture up on Facebook, but like she makes a comment where like they're they're reading about like the, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce it, but she just goes like Mew. Wait, they say what the the, the word that? Facebook in the Thor movie. What's going on? Yes, well, because part of it takes oh. place on Earth, dude. Thor, the Marvel Thor the is whole... nothing like the. Oh my god! Yeah, no, you, okay. It's a whole it's, different thing. They're the aliens. I've man. been misled. I've they're been misled aliens. by the uh, the billboard. The billboard. They're not aliens. I thought they were aliens. No, I think you're. I think you're. I think you're movie, thinking of uh, Scientology. Comics, I thought the, no, no, no. I I thought in the Marvel comics, Thor and those gods were like some super powerful alien race. They're not aliens, though. Oh, okay. Like, I mean, it's still like they're 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 gods. I thought they were alien in the way that Superman's alien. Not really, but he's from a different planet, you know. Well, I, I guess I guess the gods well, are Superman aliens, is right? Alien. Or any god that we think of is an alien. Yeah. Technically, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Fine. Mjolnir. It's fun to say. Okay. All right. So, Andy, Nintendo dogs. Yeah. Uh. Well, I um. 
gotten ten dogs about a week ago, maybe. And it's it's a game that I, I've been trying to get it through it quickly so I can review it, but it's not a game that like lends itself particularly well to you know burning through really quickly because they kind of limit your progress in the game uh, by limiting the amount of money you can make, and they do that by limiting the amount of uh, tournaments you can mm-hmm. enter your dog into. So I, I've been playing probably maybe like a, a half an hour a day um, since I got it, which is probably more than I ever played the original uh, that I I actually did have the original in ten dogs uh, back when it came out. But I think the the biggest difference between um, then and now is that now I'm actually a dog person, and, and back then I really wasn't. Uh, I've been living with I've been living with a dog for about four or five years now, and uh, back then I couldn't have cared less about dogs in general. So uh, interestingly enough, they added cats to the game, and I really couldn't care. Uh, but you know, it's it's not that different, really, from the original. I think there there's a few new things you can do. Um, I don't really recall the extent to which you can mess around in the original, but it doesn't seem all that drastically different. Um, it's cute. <laughs> I mean, it's really cute. The graphics are pretty fantastic. Uh, the dogs look realistic. The, the, the fur is really cool-looking. Um, one interesting thing I noticed is that with this game, I'm actually finding myself turning the 3D meter all the way up. Which is something I never did for Pilot Wings. Yeah. Um, I think Pilot Pilot Wings like it, it, you put the the 3D meter all the way up and you just kind of get like you get lost. It, just it does. Like I left Pilot jumble. Wings at about a quarter uh, of the way up most of the time. That was the most comfortable. Yeah, I, I'd usually right. be like yeah, like halfway, yeah, even a little yeah. less than that. I mean, I love the 3D effect in the game, but at full blast, right? I think it just looks better when it's um, put down a little bit. Yeah. No, yeah, but with Nintendo Dogs, like, I find that the 3D effect is hardly even noticeable unless you have it on all the way, which is interesting. Um, it could be because it's slower paced, I mean, at least compared to Pilot Wings, whereas Pilot Wings, you're usually always moving. Well, there's just, not that, there's, there's, there's just not, not, not that much depth to it. Like, you're only looking at, like, one one thing kind of in 3D. Yeah. Which, so, there's really not, there's just, it's just, yeah, it's a slower paced game, there's not much going on, depth-wise. Um but I, I mean, I mean, I'm enjoying it. I, I'm hoping to have the review up before too long. Um, I have two dogs and a cat now. Uh, the cat doesn't really do much. You know, you can't take the cat into competition or take it for a walk or anything. There's no tricks for the cat. Basically, the cat sits around and you know, fight fights with your dog over a toy is about the most extensive thing your cat does. You can buy furniture for your cat to jump up on, um, but really, aside from that, I am finding that they behave pretty realistically. Like I. The, right away after I got my cat, one of the first things that she did after like she kind of settled in was to jump up on a shelf and kind of hide um, off the ground on the furniture, <laughs> which is exactly what a cat will always do. Uh, also, I saw her in the um, the windowsill of the virtual room that I'm living in, so it's it's pretty cool. I, I uh, I'm liking it. It's not you know fantastic, but it's a very Nintendo like game, um, and nice. I'm I'm kind of digging it. It's. Do you, will it? I, I don't know. Will there's, it partially there's scratch it. my Animal Crossing itch? <laughs> um, not. maybe. Like if if the Animal if the Animal Crossing itch comes from a persistent world that sort of seems to yeah. exist while you're gone, then 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 maybe kind mm-hmm. of yeah. Um, one of the one of the things that the game does is has the the you take your dog for a walk, two different ways. One of the ways is just you just. Uh, hold a leash and the dog will walk and after like 10 minutes you're back home and 
maybe you find a present, maybe you find some people to talk to on the street, but the other way is you close your DS and then put it in your pocket and walk around using the built-in pedometer function. And that's actually kind of cool because the farther you walk while the DS is in your pocket, the better present you get when you get back. So, like, last weekend I went out to the farmer's market. And I, what the hell is going on? Oh, my God. I'm Man. sorry. Oh. <laughs> I just need to scratch my foot. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. We're just, we're just leaving it in. Clearly, uh, clearly there's some <laughs> shit going on down there. Anyway, I, uh, I threw my DS in my pocket with the dog out for a walk on, on the pedometer function and went down to the, uh, the first farmer's market of the season, walked around for about two hours and came back home and my dog found like a bowler hat on the ground. I don't really know what good that is. I mean, I can put a hat on my dog. That's about the, that's about really all you get in this game is you can put a bow or a hat on your dog. So. Woohoo! That's great, I guess. What um, else do you do need? Street Pass Meat Plaza. I uh, I there's like a weird uh trading, like a like like a not, not like a collectathon, but like you can acquire materials like leather and metal and rubber and exchange them at the uh, the used goods store or something. But I haven't <laughs> I haven't I haven't got I know right? I haven't got enough materials to to make a deal yet. It's just like cat so what are you selling? Kinda. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. Like you combine like three parts metal and some rubber for like a dog toy or something. Huh. I don't know. It's <laughs> it's an awfully it's an awfully weird way to get you to buy the things that don't seem all that different from the other kind of crap you can already buy in the regular store. Um, hmm. But yeah, that's it's cute. I don't know. I uh, I'm enjoying it. I haven't played anything else on my 3ds lately. I played Pilings again for I, a little bit, but I went back to. I burned out pretty, pretty damn quick, quick on I, Ghost Recon. I, yeah. I, I think I'm pretty done with pilot wings. Neil, dude, how? Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I have probably the most 3DS games out of everyone because a lot of review copies, how and I've been playing my 3DS, but I've been playing DS. Games how much on my time 3DS. have you put into Ghost Recon, Neil? Because I, I got um, a while in, and it just feels like the only challenge is, is like it just feels really tedious moving your guys across the map because, I, I don't know, I just feel like I'm slogging through it. Yeah, there's definitely like well. I, I mean, if I had one kind of complaint, and I should actually have the Ghost Recon review in, sorry, everyone. Um, I, I have it almost done. I'm just kind of I, I, I wrote one, Neil. Do you want really me to just send it to copy edit? But, oh, I'm just kidding, actually. Yeah, do that. If you wrote one already. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> but, no, like, it's a really good game. But the like the missions feel yeah, super they do. tedious. Like they all go on for yeah. a very very long time, and it seems like in the beginning you're usually no, not you're just doing you're just shuffling. Much. You're just setting into position. It takes way too yeah. long. And like that, and then you have to watch everyone in the right. other team move. And I, I guess people and... would say, well, that's just uh, you know that's just how those games are. You're not used to it. Blah 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 blah. But no, like I play Final Fantasy Tactics. I play. I'm playing Tactics Ogre right now. Fire yeah, I played Emblem, Fire Emblem. Wars. I love that kind of game. It just feels like those games get to the point a little more quickly, and there's more to do. And another thing that that really bothers me with Ghost Recon is it's kind of like the save system. Like, there's no checkpoints. The only way to right. get a checkpoint is that, like, in the middle of the mission, you have to save. And if you fail after that, you'll go back to the save point. But it doesn't really ever right. tell you that. 
And then it also it's like if you get to the end of a mission and you know one of your guys dies, you're yeah. fucked. You got to restart that mission. And the mission. I've also like found that there's some long. sort of checkpointing going on because I, I've saved and it has it's gone back to some previous point in time. And I don't really know what it's doing there. You know, I'll save. I'm like, okay, I'm good at this point, and I'll quit. I'll come back. I'll be like several moves before. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Just. It got pretty old. It That game just sounds too buggy to be It seemed like it had a lot of potential to me. I mean, well, if you turn off the wireless, I, I haven't had any problems. Yeah, I haven't I had it crash wireless. at all either um, after turning off the wireless. But it just yeah. seems like for something that had a lot of potential, it it it's not keeping me in. Like, I think it could get better, but I don't want... I just don't have the motivation to get to that point. There's a ton of content in that game. Like I've probably put like ten hours. Into yeah, it but is it a ton of like the, the surface, same thing? But... Just get to the other end of the map. Yeah, I mean it does introduce new gameplay right. concepts over time. Like they have like a, a fog of war comes into it later, and you do have like you know the different command powers that you get, and the characters level up, and that's good. But it just seems like the whole thing stretched out, where it's like. It's it's like a thirty hour experience that really could have been better as a. 15, From what I can tell, there's not too much deep character customization either. It just kind of happens to you. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you have choice. Well, you as you move on, you do get more options for your characters. Like you'll be able to choose between like, do I, do I want this weapon or that weapon? Okay, I, I guess I just haven't point. gone to that point. I guess that speaks to how little I've played of it. Like, but, uh, yeah. I want to say, like, what what is it, like, Chapter 3? Mission 3 or Chapter 3? Uh, okay. Not, like, the third mission, but, like, how they have, like, a, a, a group of missions, and then you go I'm st- to... I'm still on the one where they introduce grenades. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah but it just got on. so boring. I don't know. I'll, I'll give it. Don't don't hold them for too long. Yeah, I figured. But should I just <laughs> keep pressing on, or...? But as far as on 3DS... Pilot Wings is, is by far my yeah. favorite game on it, but Ridge Racer is also very good. Um, that's one that I've gone back to on occasion to just do a couple races. Um, I find that game to be good, especially in 3D. I've actually been like sort of looking through my DS collection and coming back to some games, or not coming back to yet, but very strongly considering coming back to some games that I kind of put away a long time ago and never came back to, like the second Layton game and... Uh, I really should replay through uh, Canvas Curse at this point. Like that game. Andy, should really we maybe fantastic. should we maybe make I almost, it? Um... Uh, I almost replayed Spirit Tracks, um, but I, I actually I, I played Minish Cap for the first time. Got like halfway through that. I've never finished Phantom Hourglass. I don't know if I want to. Don't bother. I never will. I'll Andy, should we Spirit make some Tracks. sort of latent two packed? Because I I never beat it either. Okay. Um, how how far have you played? Have you played past the I'm first twenty minutes on of the, the train. game? Because I haven't. That's the uh, that's first the entire, place you go. So game. we're, we're... <laughs> well. Okay. Well, I got off. On, I got off train. on a town. Yeah, uh, I got I off know, on a town. Not, actually, um, after going through a tunnel, and then and then Luke's like, "The calls are changing" or something, and then uh, it. <laughs> Dude, I love the plots in Layton games. Like you guys. Well, don't I'm even playing it. Know. I enjoyed it, and then I fell asleep, <laughs> and then I'm not playing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean just like the reveal at the end of each game is. Increasingly ridiculous. That's yeah. Like, I really need to third keep one, playing like, I was these. playing it on a plane, and my jaw was just like on the ground, and I was just like, "Really, is this I just, happening right I now?" Know, I just this feel like incredible. it's it's not engaging enough to me. Maybe it's too soothing. 
you know, just... As long as we're talking about about DS games that are well past their, you know, moment of glory, uh, do either one of... Anybody on you guys on the podcast here have um, the Phoenix Wright games? I have the first one on my iPhone. Well, I have... I have Ace okay. Attorney Investigations. I so. want to play through the rest of them, but like they're really hard to get a hold of now. I know I can get them on WiiWare, but I'd really rather play them on DSi or DS. When you, be, when, when you play the other ones after that, if you want to play mm-hmm. Ace Attorney Investigations, okay. I have that. Okay. Yeah, I, I really wish they would just put them on the downloadable, the eShop Maybe when, they will. when 3DS comes out, because it, it just doesn't make sense that a game should be hard to get a hold of anymore. Like, we're past the point of technology now where a game should be hard to get a hold of. Let's just make sure... I mean, Everyone you know, I wouldn't be opposed uh, to them re-releasing uh, DS games on the eShop because they could up-res them, and that would be nice. Yeah. Well, they did the same thing with DSiWare, remember? There were a couple they games split them into split chunks, them up, and then there was, and like, I uh, hope what they is get it? Maestro Green Groove, which only came but, out in Europe, came out on DS, and then Chronos Twins was a, a game that I think was supposed to come out originally yeah. on Game Boy Advance, maybe. Well, the, the thing is, with the, DS, with the DSi, um, it didn't... It didn't solve too many problems to have that availability. I guess it's convenient, but with the 3DS, it would solve the uh, resolution issue if the, if they were to put some effort yeah. into it. Well, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. aren't the uh, aren't the DS the DS Phoenix Wright games largely like gussied up yeah. GBA but, games? But you could, you know, yeah. you could. I don't know. It's is it hand drawn art or could they? I'm just, just saying, like space, like space shouldn't be a shouldn't be a yeah. concern here. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, also, if they put them out on WiiWare, I really would be kind of shocked if they don't show up on 3DSWare yeah. eventually. Yeah. Cause I, I borrowed the first one from Grant, and I uh, really enjoyed it, but um, I Those haven't... games are a lot of fun. I haven't played any more of them, and I I think the games are really up my alley. I just haven't had a chance to, uh, to play mm. more of them yet. Yeah, especially if you enjoyed 999 a lot. Yeah, definitely. Which I finished, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that on the podcast or not, but I finally yeah, got all ending. of the endings nice. that I care to get. Yeah, I got, I got, I got the, the true ending, which is uh, really, it's it's a really well-told story that sort of takes advantage of the DS I'm actually a little surprised pretty, you like that game. Pretty well. I wasn't sure if I would like it or not, and I almost gave up on it really early on. Like, I don't know about you guys, but when I when I, when I play a game, there's like about a there's, there's, there's a point in the game I'm usually about half an hour in where literally I there's no reason I should have considered my like opinion on the game to be set a half an hour in but there's a lot of games that just can't hook me for more than like 15 yeah no that happens all the time I, I think it just like, has to do with how busy you are like, you know like the... yeah maybe yeah like I I didn't get past the first half an hour of 999 at first but I was talking to Grant and Grant was playing through it too and he was telling me how much fun he was having with the, uh, the getting that first ending, and I was like, "All right, and, you know, I I, I got to play it now because if I don't play it now, I'm gonna sell it in three months, and then then I'll never get it again because it's gonna be hard to find." So, uh, so I, I I powered on through it. And I'm I'm glad I did. It was a cool story. I think there are some weird quirks with the story that I don't think were explained that well, but in the end, like I'm really happy that I played through it because I think it was an experience nice. worth going through. Well, why don't we uh, why don't we go to a break and then come back with your listener mail? Sounds good. Let's do that.
tear paper. Okay, here we go. Uh, we're back for listener mail. Uh, we got one piece of mail this week from Donnie Doyer. I hope I'm pronouncing that right because his name lacks vowels. Uh, hey guys, this is my first letter to you guys, so hopefully I don't make a fool of myself. Anyways, after picking up my 3DS and pilot wings on launch day, I have really have been excited for Ocarina of Time 3D. Considering this is the only game I am excited for for the next couple of months, why do you think Nintendo isn't releasing games for their new handhelds? Is it because they're getting ready for Project Cafe, or because they're going to release a crap load of Nintendo games after 2011? I absolutely love Nathan's idea about the AR Pokemon map thing. Love the newscast and the other NWR podcasts. Keep it up. Um, I would say it's probably a little bit of both. I mean, they haven't really announced a whole ton of first-party titles for 3DS, and I've got to well, believe... They, they he... have, but... Well, I mean, they're outsourcing Zelda. They've got Mario Kart and Animal Crossing, I guess. Um, uh, Paper Mario, okay, Super Paper Mario, Mario 3D, yeah. Kid Icarus. Animal Crossing. They'll cock Animal it Crossing. up. <laughs> yeah, Animal <laughs> Crossing, they'll... They'll just, they'll, realistic. they'll just compile the game to the 3DS. I have, I have battered gamer syndrome here. Yeah. <laughs> Not a good thing. Okay, you're right. There there are a fair number of games, but I don't. Do we all we don't all believe that these games are all coming out within the next couple of years, right? I think some, some of these are long term projects, aren't they? I well, feel I feel like, like what they ones? are. I th- Paper don't Mario? you feel like yeah? Paper Mario is Paper- a ways out. Uh, Paper Mario, I believe, is uh, slated for fiscal this fiscal year. So I don't buy it. Uh, yeah, because I mean, Nintendo never delays anything. Well, I mean, I mean, still, but as of now, as of this second, Paper yeah. Mario is planned to release before March thirty first right. next year. Um, Animal Crossing that. is the same thing. Uh, Super Mario three D is supposed to, at best, come out later this year. Uh, we got Mario Kart. I think is likely virtually everything, but. 100% confirmed for this fall. I think um, the answer to this question is, is, is going to come out in September, August or something. I think the real answer is that they don't really put out games by the truckload. I mean, that's not really the way they've operated for a long yeah, time. True. No, no, um, I remember well, if you think, feeling like this right when the DS launched. Yeah. Well, you think about with this, they also came out with three games at launch in North America, whereas in Europe and Japan, they kind of spread them out a little bit. Yeah. Whereas we got Pilot Wings, Steel Diver, and Nintendo all on launch day. So I mean the gap. I guess the, the kind of the gap in game releases seems a lot more apparent to us because we had a, I guess maybe a fuller launch palette. Because mm. um, if you think about it, we got sixteen games at launch. I, I think. But that's but you more know, than... they spread those launch games in Japan over like a month or something, or two. Yeah. It's not that considerable. But people don't consume games at that rate anyways. So yeah. I feel like they had their hands full and they got Layton. So yep. if I, I may also bastards. suggest that. Their teams right now, their first-party teams, are split Cafe. between Cafe yeah. and 3DS, both of which are new systems. Yeah, so, yeah, and some of those teams are also likely working on Wii games too. Right. Well, let's not. Yeah, I mean, sure, but. Well, I mean, they they are like we have Zelda. Uh, I guess well, Zelda. We play Motion. I think was well, we play Motion was worked on by like third-party companies. Yeah. But was also, I mean, there was an internal team working on that. Zelda, someone's working on that. There's that Kirby Wii game, uh, Rhythm Heaven Wii. I mean, there there are obviously yeah. internal Nintendo teams working on those. How big those are, we don't so know. So the point but... is, they're spread thin across three systems. No, you know what bugs me? Out... Go ahead. 
Why haven't we heard anyone complaining that the 3DS doesn't have a second slide pad? I Just thinking about, you know, what games are coming out and thinking, you know, I'd like Wind Waker to come out. But then I think about it, like, I want that game with the second slide pad, you know? Well, yeah, the reason you haven't heard complaints about that is because there hasn't been a game out yet that would be better with it. You're right. And I think once uh, Resident Evil comes out, maybe we'll see more yeah. complaints yeah. cropping up. Because really, how yeah. do they make that mistake? I know I, don't, I just took us off track here, but... It just kind of irked me. It's a good point. Because, because I mean, it, it's a problem that bothered the PSP since day one. We're going to be having 3D, you know, 3D as in polygonal games on it. They're going to be putting shooters on it, conduit, and we're not going to have that. I don't. How do they jump into this generation without that? In, until I see a game on the system that, because I mean, how we were talking about, you said Resident Evil. Yeah. Uh, when I play Mercenaries 3D, like uh, I have impressions of it up on the site. I believe yeah. I go through all the controls there. I honestly can't recall them, but I do recall them not being difficult to use. But like, that you was very, did you use the D pad? Use the D pad to aim. I, uh, like I said, I'll be completely honest. It's been several months since I played that game, so right. I, I can't remember the controls. Well, exactly, I just I, I just reviewed Splinter Cell 3D, that. and when you're aiming, you have to use the face buttons to aim. Yeah, and I yeah, hate that. that. Sounds, That's what that they're going to have to do. Either that, or you're going to have to do the claw. You're going to have to aim right. with, yeah. Uh, yeah, the stylus. Which works, but your hand hurts. And it's just, why the hell did they do that again? Or, you know, why did they do I mean, that? that? They fell into that trap that Sony did. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, like I'll be, I'll be more annoyed and pissed off at it when I play a game that I'm like, oh, this would be so much better with the second analog stick or slide pad. I think it'll but happen until that happens. Yeah, I think like, it'll I'm happen. I'm not that annoyed with it. No, it'll probably happen. I think, I think it'll happen too. I'm, I'm not that concerned about it because those aren't the kind of games that I like to play on a handheld anyway. Like yeah, I'm much I'm... more prone to stick to the kind of games that work well on a handheld because I, I don't know, I'm not I'm not a first person shooter on a handheld kind of guy um, but but you're right I mean it does kind of seem a little bit unfortunate uh, a second circle pad would have been good but yeah, uh, there's I, space I, for I, it certainly yeah there <clears throat> there is but I'm kind of yeah I'm kind of like with Neil like I'm not bothered by it yet because I haven't seen a need for it yet um, I didn't, the lack of a second one on the PSP never bugged me because I never played those games on the PSP. So see, I tried to play uh, Peace Walker and I just threw the thing out the freaking window. <laughs> it's uh, but then there's other people that really like Peace Walker. I mean, I I don't I haven't read too much about it. It's like but... I mean, it's those like those might Peace be the Walker, monster hunter they, people. They actively tried to fuck up the control scheme in Peace Walker. Somebody walked yeah. into a meeting and said, "This is too intuitive. We've got to make it really impossible to play this game." <laughs> yeah. Somebody somebody said. All right. Well, what if we map the camera controls to the D-pad, uh, but then also you have to hold down a shoulder button? Uh, yeah. And, so, and then somebody else said both shoulder buttons, and uh, that <laughs> that guy got a raise. <laughs> but we'll see. Man, I, I really, I really wish I could remember Resident Evil Mercenaries. I know that, that I think that does it where it's like a you hit a shoulder button to kind of toggle between aiming. Yeah, that's oh, you know, it, that's you know, yeah, Resident, Resident, it's Resident kind of like Evil. It's like an old Resident Evil game in that regard. Yeah, Resident Evil does use the tank controls. I don't, I think that's just like any Resident Evil game, right? Yeah. Any yeah. Uh, 3D But even one. still, I mean, it controls fine. You don't need a second analog stick for that. Game you know, yeah, Resident play. Evil is probably a bad idea because I forgot about well, the tank Conduit, controls. Conduit's going to be yeah. hard to swallow. Um, Aaron has impressions of that up on the site, so read I guess that well, and yeah. maybe you'll hear some. I mean, I'm, I mean, also I with first-person shooters, they always use the the touch screen. They anyway. do, yeah, they do. Yeah, and I, I guess one th 
I'm, I guess one way to think about it is how many games has Nintendo developed that have required a second analog stick at all? Hunters. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Good fair point. enough. But once again, that was with the touchscreen. I know, and it, it would be better with the slide pad. Dare, dare I say that the Metroid Prime games would have been better with a second stick? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Well, I mean, the way they do lock-on, not not really. I mean, on the GameCube, though. That. Yeah, on the game, Even still, it bothered me on the GameCube. I, I'd rather just aim for myself instead of have Z-targeting. I feel that you run into a lot of camera issues. I, that I, way. I think the reason they added the lock-on, Neil, is because they didn't have a second stick. Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, it, it's, I didn't go through that game being like, man, I. Wish oh no, me neither, stick. me neither. I mean, but in hindsight, you know, you you think of ways they can improve something, and and yeah, and they they had a way that worked, yeah, yeah, work yeah. around for it, and it was fine. Yeah. So that's why I'm not too concerned about not having a second slide pad. Yeah, for now, the day will come. Anyways, ah. back back to uh, Donnie's question. Well, I think we answered at least the first part. Indeed, I know. I, I think well, yeah, we I actually. Think I think we, we answered, answered the, the whole question. thing. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. We did. Um, I guess to to surmise, um, I'm excited for Ocarina of Time 3D as well. Did you say smize? As in Some what eyes. Tyra asks the S- contestants to do with their no. eyes on top model. No. What is that? What you have to? Why even when you're not being all happy in the photo shoot, learn to smile Holy with shit, your dude. eyes. Smize. Smize. I'll start using that more. Uh, Smize, guys. I agree with We're Andy. He's cast. Uh, <laughs> he uh, nope. 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 Yep. <laughs> not at all. Absolutely not. Uh, I'm not super excited for Ocarina of Time 3D because I just played the game last year. Um, it's hard for me to really be all that excited about any of the first-party games on 3DS. Like, I'm going to play and enjoy Mario Kart because I always do. No. Uh, if and and in the in the unlikely occurrence that they actually get Animal Crossing right, I will play and enjoy it. But see, Andy, won't. we're we're gonna have to be the pioneers. You know that, right? We yeah, probably we will will uh, blaze that trail and see what you can do with that shit. We'll have to we'll have to see if we can convince them to give us two uh two review copies of that. <laughs> I'm wouldn't it on be, it. Wouldn't it be amazing if in the in the 3D Mario Kart they let you toggle items in multiplayer just like Smash Bros. So you can turn off blue shells and bullet bills and shit like that. That would be kind of awesome. That would, that would make be the game really for fantastic. Me. There are a lot of ways I think they can make Mario Kart on 3DS like really, really good. It's some like, sort of jousting system, I yes. think. Yes. It, it really yeah. seems like Nintendo's on autopilot with uh, Mario Kart. It seems like they're on autopilot with all their first-party titles on the 3DS. <laughs> I wouldn't what, say what, all of them. What like, we're I mean, seeing coming out. Galaxies guy. Huh? I'm, I'm, Look at Galaxy. No, no. Like I, I said, what we're seeing on the 3DS. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, we we still haven't really seen much about Animal Crossing and Mario Kart, so of course we're not gonna. Mario, going you know to what Mario Kart's gonna be. <laughs> well, let's put it this way: based on what they put out over the last couple of years yeah. in their major franchises, Mario may be excluded because the Galaxies were pretty great. But yeah. Mario Kart and Animal Crossing on Wii were both very, very by the numbers. So they were just that's that's kind of funny because ports I, of the Mario DS Kart versions. Wii is is probably one of my favorite in the series. I think it gets almost everything right. It is pretty I good, think, especially online. I yeah, think but what about online in that game is fantastic. The mission, like they're still updating those damn mission things. Albeit, I haven't, really? I haven't played it since probably the summer damn. after it came out. But I mean, like. 
and, and the amount of characters, the unlock methods for the characters, all the different carts. Um, I like the addition of motorcycles. I like what they did with the mini turboing, power sliding, whatever you want to call it, by making it kind of more user friendly as opposed to the hit the R button and then wiggle the fucking control stick back and forth, which I despised. Because it leads to snaking. I do like that they took that out. Yeah, but like, I mean, I really like Mario Kart Wii is, is I, I mean, it's, it's at least to me, it's like the best Mario Kart game. But you know Damn what it. they do? Okay, go I'll go ahead. get it. No, I'm just, you okay. sold me. You know no what they do need to do, do it you know what they do, need to do with the Mario Kart games, though, Neil? Uh, what, something they've been doing with it ever since, I want to say, Super Circuit. Uh, they've been, you know, half the courses are new and half the courses are just old courses. Yeah. They need to stop doing that shit. Because that's I've never just, been yeah. bothered by that because I love I playing like that. new courses really, but it or just old courses so in a new old. setting. It's like, all right, all right, the mountain course from the N64. Fantastic. Just give me a new course. You know what I mean? No. I don't see why they can't just give you, <laughs> give you a, like all of the old courses yeah. via DL, via DLC. Sell them in packs. Oh, Wait, Andy, did you? I'm sorry, Andy. I, did I you just say did. DLC? I sure yeah. did. Spot you shouldn't have. We don't. We don't. Oh speak my gosh! Here. Spot passing that would be amazing. See, once again, the potential for Mario Kart and Animal Crossing on 3DS is through the roof. You know, we'll just, I mean, only time will tell if it's actually going to live up to that in a realistic form. And, you know, I give I give Other M a lot of shit, and deservedly so, uh, but it was an attempt to do something different with the Metroid franchise. Oh, sure. it was. It didn't, and, I, sure. I mean, I think Other M failed in some respects, but... When it comes down to it, the gameplay in that game I felt was pretty good. Yeah, I, th- I think the gameplay is great. It was different. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't bad. It might not have been exactly what I wanted in a Metroid game, but I had a ton of fun with that game, story excluded. Have you played <laughs> hard mode yet? You should try it. No, just to try. No, I haven't even. Un- I haven't. I haven't one hundred percented it. So, oh. well, I, I'm not. I'm not a completionist like you. Hard mode's hard. I think we. Uh, um, I think... Nathan, let me know if slash when you buy Mario Kart. I'll totally bust it Dude, out. Dude, we will get a newscast. Mario Kart. We'll do night a community together. night, folks. Dude, we'll play some Mario Kart. We toss it... in some Mario well, Kart. Okay, I played the crap out of the DS version. Well, I. Is same it... game. It's the same game. Uh, see, that's the thing. You unsold me. You just unsold me. <laughs> Because I remember, but it Zach doesn't and I have, disagree on but this. The, <laughs> but the power sliding makes you play it a whole different way. Yeah. It's, it's not that Mario Kart Wii isn't good, and it's not even that it's not the best in the series at some of the things it does. It's just so incredibly by the numbers. Like it takes exact, it's the exact same formula as Mario Kart DS with a with a Wii level of polish on it. Like that's well, how I feel. All right. Yeah. And motorcycles. I'm, I'm curious, Andy. What would what would you have done to change Mario Kart Wii to make it less by the numbers? Andy doesn't have to fix the problems. <laughs> well, I don't but know. Saying, like... Like, what, could, what could Nintendo have done to make it, in your eyes, well, less by the numbers? Motorcycles were a good, were a really good start. I liked playing with the motorcycles. I think Double Dash was had some good ideas too. Like the the, the two different characters having how one of them had yeah. the had the weapons and the other one drove, and you could switch back and forth. Like and the co-op that was, was cool. Co-op. That was pretty cool. Um, I don't know, like. Different kind, different kinds of races. Uh, maybe being, I mean, could could you send your ghosts to people online? Did I miss that? No, that would have been cool. Um, Is the balloon battle still in there? Yes. Yeah. Oh. And you don't oh. have to blow into the mic. Oh I guess, God! I hated yeah. that. Didn't maybe work it's half just, the time. Uh, 
Maybe right. it's just a matter of matter of perception. When I when I look when I, when I think back on Mario Kart Wii, all I can see is the plain white box with Mario in a cart on the front of it, <laughs> and that's that's how I think of the game. It's yeah. it's exactly what it had to be, and no and really no more. All this talk about imagine, this is just making me want to get off of this and go. I kind of imagine an almost burnout paradise esque Mario Kart set in a giant <laughs> destructible kind of environment. And oh, you're just, man, like, awesome. zipping through a city, just, like, smashing people with shells. Oh. And it's not like Mario Kart's the only franchise guilty of doing this. It's just a pretty yeah. high-profile one. I would yeah. like I'd like Mario Kart to take some uh, cues from, believe it or not, Diddy Kong Racing. That was a shockingly yeah. good game. I really like the power-up system in that game. Now, that's not on the Virtual Console, is it? No, but it is on the DS, no. but you should not buy it for the DS because it's not a good port. It, it's oh, okay. on the DS. See, I, I just basically wanted a new game to play with my fiance. Laura Croft and the Guardian of Light didn't work out really? all that well. Get Mario Kart Wii. <sighs> it's $50. Get, get, get WarioWare get Smooth Moves. That game is pretty decent with two players. Just yeah. go back and forth in the single player, and then there's a couple of really cool multiplayer modes at the end. Okay. And, and it'll be twenty bucks. Yeah. As long as well, you no, get... that's only in Europe. Oh, oh Nathan, right. do you want a game that is actually co-op or something that has a girlfriend mode? Oh, mm. you know, I don't know. <laughs> Did <laughs> you have boom blocks I mean, already? Because that's fun. Boom blocks, boom blocks is, great, is yeah. excellent, man. Yes, yeah, we we need to try that actually. Excitebox um, is good too, although it's a little more uh, finessey than Mario Kart. Mario, we, our first, the first game we played was uh, New Super Mario Brothers. That was actually our yeah, first date. Yeah, probably a terrible idea. It it was it eh, it was good because she sucked at it and we stopped. <laughs> um, but n- now actually, kind of, it's like, hey, let's you know, let's actually play a game here, and just, nothing's working. Why didn't Laura Croft <laughs> work out? That's an excellent co-op game. It is for someone that understands. There are a lot of gaming tropes. In that oh, game, I see that they just saying. sort of expect you to understand, right? You know, like they'll very briefly gloss over a concept that to us, because we're thinking like, how do I jump? You know, and then they yeah. tell you, a new gamer isn't thinking how do I jump. They see that thing and they go, oh, I can jump. Why would I need to do that? Why do I you keep know? falling in this pit of spikes? Yes, I gotcha. <laughs> You know, and then when it oh, turns Nathan, into I've got the jump up, game for throw the rope you. down, huh? Kirby's Epic Yarn. <laughs> she hated that game. Fuck <laughs> you guys. Fuck you guys so hard. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I'll just mention again. She liked Donkey Kong Country Returns more. So and she was better me. at it. <laughs> Neil, oh. I still have Kirby, and I actually played it not, not, too, uh, not too long ago. I actually lent that to NWR staffer Josh Max. They oh, cool. they let me return that game. I made such a case for it that they just gave me ninety percent of my money back and Holy some shit. like and some used credit at like a local store. I was like, this game is shit. Let me explain why. I stood there for like ten minutes and I was you know like complaining and complaining about. It. They're like, oh my god, man. Okay, yeah, we'll take it back. Have you have you uh, have you thought about Barbie Horse Adventures? Yeah, but we're Kevin we're Mary we're Kate so Ashley done with that. Olsen, Sweet Sixteen. Or, oh God! <laughs> I prefer the Game Boy Color game. <laughs> it's kind of Lost Vikings esque. <laughs> Slash Pokemon. <laughs> but but is this the this is this the end of news, newscast? 
I, I really yeah, hope so. I think so. <laughs> I think newscasting ended a while ago. You know, we should we should do the next podcast in, uh, in a Jurassic Park. We should uh, do the next podcast in the, the Mushroom Kingdom, you know? 